Welcome to the Heart of Dating podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Hey guys, what's up? It's Kate. And JJ. <laughs> wow, you said your name real funny, baby. <laughs> JJ. GG. GG. That works too. We are so pumped to be here. Uh, we are talking about a fun topic today that you guys voted on. How to tell if they're interested. We can't wait to get into this topic. Uh, but before that, just a few fun things going on at the Heart of Dating in the Heart of Dating Fam Bam. First of all, if you're listening to this right now and it's before December 11th, okay, you are officially invited right here, right now to our TSA Christmas party. Even if you're not in the single Academy, which stands for TSA internally for us. If you're not in the Singles Academy, you're still invited. Okay. Our TSA community is welcoming everyone for a night of fun and Christmas cheer and all the goodness. We're going to have a word of encouragement. We're going to have some giveaways. We're going to have games. We want you to dress up in your favorite holiday, little festive outfit. Think ugly Christmas sweater, reindeer ears, Santa hat, whatever it is, come join us on Sunday, December 11th at 6 p.m. Pacific. If you want to come and RSVP, it's totally free, but you got to RSVP. You got to text the word Rudolph to 214-225-7772. And if you are international and can't text that number, just go ahead and email our team at info at hodpodcast.com and we'll make sure to get you the Zoom information that way. We hope to see you this Sunday the 11th. All right, babe, you want to tell them about obviously our biggest event of the year? Why yeah. are you laughing at me? <laughs> you just channeled your inner cheerleader for that texting <laughs> subscription. That was really good. Thanks, honey. So funny. So in case you haven't heard, which I don't know how you haven't heard, but if you haven't heard, we got Heart of Dating Conference. That's HODC2023.com. It's going to be in Atlanta, February 18th through 19th. President's Day weekend, so you get the three-day travel weekend, Mm -hmm. and we are partnering with Sam Collier, Story Church. We love it. I know. We love him so much, and his wife is going to be there, Tony, as well. We're going to have J.P. Precluda, Michelle Williams. Let's go. Hannah Brencher, (laughs) Riley Swell, and Bethany Allen. You are like... So dramatic. And we're being (laughs) MC'd by my girl, Elise Murphy. Conference theme this year is unexpected. We are expected for God to do the unexpected in your dating life or in your life overall. We can't wait. It's so funny. If I could summarize the theme of so many couples this year. Unexpected. Unexpected Unexpected is the word we're seeing everywhere. We love it. And, you know, because it's Christmas season, we got to let you know that we just watched the movie Love Hard on Netflix. It's a fun little Netflix rom-com. But I love it because the girl, we won't give it away, but it's all about dating the unexpected. And the theme of it, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. But it just reemphasized again, sometimes the best things that you can 
the best thing you can do is really surrender and just be open to God doing the unexpected instead of being so caught up in your little specific list of all the little specific things you want. That's yeah. also a message for me to hear. I know. <laughs> in general. And the movie's so funny because it's basically the opposite of like Hallmark yeah. for the past 30 years. Yeah. In every way. It's I love so it. funny. It's such a good one. Also, I just want you to know if you're listening and you're like, I kind of want to come, but what is it like to come in person alone? Well, we have so many people coming online or coming alone in person and coming online, but um, just know you are not alone. You will not be alone. Join our Heart of Dating Facebook groups to start connecting with other people right now who are also coming alone. I know tons of people already have group chats set up. Airbnbs are being booked, so many fun things. And on top of that, uh, just like a month or three weeks to a month before the event, we will launch our app where you're going to connect with so many different people. So you, chances are you will know people before you even arrive. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. If you're coming by yourself, one, we are so proud of you. I just mm-hmm. admire you so totally. much. And two, if you're coming alone, don't stay by yourself. Put yourself out there. There's a bunch of people looking for people to room with and find a way to make it an awesome experience. It already is going to be great, but there's tons of opportunity to make it a really cool event for you. Yeah. Also, we love our people who are coming online. We're going to make it extra special for you. So if you can't make it in person and I know you're feeling the FOMO, Trust me, the online experience is going to be amazing. Right now, we are also working on some virtual watch parties and locations TBD. And so we're super pumped about all of that. And you should definitely still come online. Should we leak one of the virtual details that we just decided? What? Yeah, the virtual host. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know it did. Yes, babe, go this ahead. This was unscripted. That's why she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Well, should we tell him? Yeah, you tell him. Guys, guess who your host, your virtual host is going to be? This is like Ryan Seacrest, New Year's Eve ball drop host, okay? Very the handsome. going to be. Very charismatic. He has beautiful blue eyes. <laughs> it's going to be the one. The only Gigi Tomlin. Tomlin coming at six foot one, two hundred and you guys don't need to know how many pounds. <laughs> I'm JJ's gonna, get gonna in be shape. I'm gonna, gonna be, be ready. Online host. I'm gonna be pumped to host you guys online. We're gonna make it fun, and we are rolling. It's so today, jazzing. I know. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. It's gonna be fun. We love you, fam. So here we go. Okay, guys, just really quick before we get into the episode, I want to thank our sponsors, Athletic Greens. The way we can actually produce this podcast for you each week for free is by partnering with incredible brands that sponsor our episodes. And I love Athletic Greens. I've been using them for so long now. I'll talk about them in a little bit later in the episode. But take a look. Go to athleticgreens.com forward slash HOD to get your free vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. Okay. Love our friends at Athletic Greens. And I'll tell you more about them in just a few minutes. Okay, guys, so now we're talking about how do we know that they're interested? <laughs> oh, wait, we got to do our great date question. Babe. Oh, that's right. Don't forget. Oh, so what's today's Okay, question? if you were a pro sports player, what would be your entrance theme song? Mm, that's a good one. You know, like your pump-up song, my oh, entrance yeah. song. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I know. <laughs> what, it, what would it be for you? For me? I don't know. For you, it's probably going to be Taylor Swift if I had to guess, but... <laughs> I'm torn between like an actual pump up song and then like party in the USA. 
you know, uh, by Miley Cyrus. Because that would be a fun one. Like, this guy's coming out to a party in the USA. Like, he must be pretty confident, you know? Yeah. But if I had to go, like, pump-up route, I'd probably do, like, I don't know, 50 Cent or <laughs> maybe Wait, DMX. What? Yeah, I think, no. like, DMX. Like, Babe, X you can't do 50 Cent. This is yeah. the Christian dating podcast. Well, DMX was a Christian. <laughs> okay baby okay so i'll probably go dmx x gonna give it to you all right what? very interesting it's a pump up song not all a right. calm down song all right. right anywho my song would either be one of two either shake it off by taylor swift because i just love that song i knew it was gonna be taylor swift shake it off. um or this one probably wouldn't get the crowd going but it definitely get me growing it would be i'm alive by celine dion that would I get the crowd going. I have wings to fly. I know that I'm, I'm alive. alive. Okay. <laughs> so these are questions. we Every week we try to give you a question to ask on your upcoming date. Okay. So add that to your list. All right, babe. How, do, how does somebody know that someone's interested in them? And, you know, I think the question people are asking here is, especially ladies, okay? I think ladies especially ask this question. Is he interested in me or is he just being friendly? Yeah. Is he is he actually interested or is he just friendly? And what's the guy version of that? I mean, we're even more aloof <laughs> and clueless. Like, I just got a DM today and this guy goes, how do I know if they're interested? Women can be a little confusing sometimes. So <laughs> I do think that... What? No, we're not. I don't know. I don't know. This is a great question. Who has it harder? Like guys trying to figure out if a girl's interested or girls trying to figure out if a guy is interested? Honestly, both. Yeah. I don't think there's one that has it harder than the other. Yeah. I think they're both challenging, right? Because mm -hmm. for the guy's perspective, we have to like be somewhat aware. But, you know, a girl's like, I think girls work in little details and they do express interests. Mm. We just have a tendency as guys to just completely overlook it. Yeah. And then girls have the opposite problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they this might is look into every detail. Yeah. And they overread everything. Right. And so I want to get you ladies, especially some help on this. But for the ladies, because we're also talking to the guys here, if you are a lady listening, you got to know the guys sometimes just really do wow. not know if you're interested or not. They just don't. This is why I'm so big on dropping the hanky, giving them a green light, like showing them interested that you're interested. Because like, then one of my favorite lines to say to a guy to show him you're interested is, oh, you know, I would totally go out with someone like you and then smile. And they're like, what? Really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And either they're going to take the bait or not. But either way, now they definitely know you are interested. Just, just don't follow that up with, do you have any friends who are just like you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's what people do that. And I people know. do that because they're awkward. They can't just leave it at the first one. So they're like, uh, I can't make it obvious. I got to ask them, do you have any right. cool friends you could set me up with? Man, I have totally done that in the past. You have? Yeah, because really? I got so nervous at the very end. And you I was like, find a way to yeah, like I'm, not do you have any guys? That are kind of like you, like I totally should. I would just be interested in dating someone like that's you. That's so interesting. I know because it's like th that. It's lacking that little bit of confidence and really fearing rejection. Yeah, and not wanting to be awkward. All I, of those things combined. I think at the root of expressing interest is just fear, right? Like yeah. fear of being rejected. So if you're hearing this today, I think you need to put yourself in a position where you divorce yourself from the results, and you're yes. just going to go for it, right? Mm -hmm. Riley Swell style. Three seconds of courage. I'm just going to express interest. Yes. And some of the ways we'll talk about today are a little bit more direct. Yeah. And then some are a little bit more covert. Yeah. Which both work. 
Well, we're going to talk about how do they know if they're interested versus how do you put yourself out exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Okay. For my ladies, I'm going to go through some things that the ladies can signal, that it signals to the ladies that this that they might be into them. And then okay. maybe you can like translate this for guys. Okay? okay. I'll do my best. So the first is for my ladies. How do you know if they're interested? First, they tell you. They tell you they're interested in you. I know it's basic, but it's true. And it's especially true in dating. If they like you and they want to go out with you, they're going to show it and they're most likely going to say it. You know, a guy who is confident, he's going to say it. If he is really nervous and if he's really unsure, you got to give him that green light, that bone. And if after that you drop the hanky, you say what I just said to say that you would go out with somebody like him and he is like, not doing anything about it, to me, that signals he's not interested. He's showing you that maybe he was just being friendly with you and he's not actually interested in you romantically. But if you say that to him or you drop the hanky in some way by getting in his proximity and you show him clearly that you are like into him, that line is the best way to do it. And he takes the bait. He's going to ask you out. Yeah. Like, and that is how you know if he's interested in you. And after a first date, people also want to know, how if how do I know if he's still interested in me? Well, most likely they're going to tell you. They're going to tell you, I really have been enjoying spending time with you and I want to keep seeing you. That would be the hope. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> I think every guy listening here, if they had a female, especially that they were interested in, say that line to them without that awkward follow-up one. <laughs> if you asked me out, I would totally, t- totally say yes. We would be like flabbergasted one. <laughs> or you could say, I would totally go out with somebody like you. Yeah. Like that's oh, the way to do it. Oh, you can make it a little it. bit more. Yes, okay, I think yeah. that's the way to say I it. I think that totally works. And if a guy heard that, we would 100% get the message. Yeah. And I think the guy version of that um, for us to express our interests is for the most part, we would just say like, hey, I like you. Do you want to go out on a date sometime? <laughs> You know, and I think the most important thing for a girl to receive in that is don't double guess, don't read into it, just celebrate it. Yeah. If you want to say yes, I think there might be a tendency to overthink it and everything. Now, if the guy is, um, if he's asking you to hang out one on one and he's not calling it a date without, you know, we don't have access to that guy, I can't call him up right now and say, hey, let's start calling it a date. All right. I would just say that is also his way of like asking you out for a coffee, asking you to hang out, asking you to do something that's not really in a group setting. That's his way of expressing that they like you and they want to hang out with you if, on a date. Ladies, if you're confused about that, because I used to be, this is what I would say. I would say, thank you so much. I would I would definitely be interested and feel excited to go on, hang out with you for coffee or do that for coffee. For me, I just know when guys and girls get together, there's sometimes some ambiguity around what a hangout means. Yeah. So for me, I would feel really great, feel really, I would feel more secure knowing if this, if you want this to be a hangout or if this is a date, it would help me to prepare expectations. I think that's great because a lot of the times guys are maybe scared or nervous to call it a date. So if like you show that you're receptive of that. Uh, instead of me just asking you if you want to go hang out and grab a coffee or go, you know, do a workout or a hike and you give me that green light that you're open to a date, I'm going to call it a date. Yes. I think the majority of, and most men would love to call it a date. We're yes. just a little apprehensive. But right? ladies, th- this is where my challenge is to you. Like, just ask. Like, if you don't know, yes. ask. If but, you're unsure, 
Ask a question. 100%. <laughs> ask for what you need. If yeah. you need clarity and because otherwise you you know that if he asks you to hang out, you're going to be like all sitting there like, is this a date? Is this a hangout? Should I dress cute? Does he only like me as a friend? And you'll go back and forth ruminating and don't don't make yourself do that. Just ask him. Get I think the clarity you need. It's totally cool to do this, to put the ball back into his court. Put the ball back into the score. Make him make that decision. Is it a hangout or a date? And then you get a really good snapshot of where he's at. Yeah. Right. So for the ladies as well, babe, because we want to tell a guy, how does a guy know the girl is interested? And so we want to say both sides of this, right? Yeah. And so ladies, I would say to you, and maybe you can speak to this briefly, ladies, tell him that you like him after the date. Like tell yeah. him you enjoyed the date. Like, first of all, yes, go up to him, drop the hanky, give him the green light. And then after you go on a date, this is not a game. Play, let him know you enjoyed it. Tell him how it made you feel, yeah. how it felt to be around him, how it felt to be on an intentional date with him. If you truly enjoyed it and you do like him, make sure he knows. Because guaranteed, after the date, the guy's sitting there like, did she like it? Did she not like it? I liked it. I don't know if she exactly. did or not. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, we we love it when the men are proactive in this messaging. But women, you're absolutely free to say something like, you made me feel so safe, so cherished, so honored. I just so appreciate you opening the door for me for paying for dinner. All these things that you really love and want to affirm. 100% you're allowed to say that. And for a guy, that's going to make him feel good. What's the best piece of marriage advice that we got at our rehearsal dinner that you love so make much? Make a man feel like a winner and he will be a winner. Exactly. So dating wise, you know, if you want to if you want to date a winner, make him feel like a winner in that sense. And he will be a winner. Like he will deliver on that behavior. Yeah. So, okay. That was really good. Now we're going to get into the little bit more ambiguous way to yeah. see if they like you. That's like the low hanging fruit. They tell you they like you. Mm -hmm. um, are we going to talk about covertly if they tell you that you like you through a friend? Is that? Oh, you could also do that. That's okay. great. Yeah, I think that's probably the more most popular way. Right, we go back to third grade lunch where we ask our friend to pass him a note <laughs> in the cafeteria. Oh my gosh! I do think that is still a very popular way in a great way, right? It's not a, passing notes, but <laughs> right, but it's like a, it's a little bit safer, it's a little bit easier, and you basically just get the pulse, you know, through your friend who knows them, and just saying like, "Are they interested?" And then they go to them when they're hanging out, like, "Hey, you know." So-and-so does really like being around you and enjoy you. And they're curious to get you know you. Would you ever you be interested in going on a date with them? Right? More. And that, yeah. Struggling. I'll take this one from here, okay? <laughs> we'll let you rewire your brain over there. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just working through a third party. I think that's a, that is absolutely fair game. You're not a less of a man or less of a woman if you don't always do it directly. I would challenge you, you know, to grow there and having that you know, fearful conversation in person, uh, but definitely work through a third party, you know, work through the little birdies in their network and just see if they're interested. Yep. Okay. We have a lot more to talk about. I know. Here so we go. Sorry, guys. Um, another way to know they might be interested in you is if they're clearly trying to connect with you. Okay. Uh, oftentimes we analyze how much people like us by how much we're investing in them, thinking about them versus analyzing how much are they trying to connect with us? How much are they investing in us? So, you know, this also really occurs on a dating app. Okay. Um, if you're curious, you show interest, they end up like 
showing interest back on a dating app or on DMs. Like, watch, are their responses equivalent in length and curiosity to yours? You know what I mean? Like, if you're sending, if you sent like few sentences as a reply or a conversation and they sent like one very brief sentence back, mm, it's not really, and with no follow up questions, this is like they're clearly not trying to steward conversation with you. Okay. Uh, this just like, that's a clear like, and so if you are, and then you keep moving the conversation forward by then you try to draw out another question. You say a long paragraph back. This is not even, I would say that person is already showing you by their lack of curiosity and their, um, the context of what they're saying to you. Like it doesn't, it doesn't look like they're putting much effort. At yeah. All. Yeah. At that point you really want and desire as you get to know each other, like mutual interests and mutual curiosity, mm -hmm. mutual interests and mutual curiosity. You don't have to weigh every single message, but if you took the last 20 messages, 30 messages, you can probably start to see a pattern. Is it mutual? Yeah. You know, I don't like saying the word, is it fair? Is it perfectly even? But is it more mutual? Yes. Right? According to style. And even it doesn't have to be just text. Like it could be they tried to call you. Or another great point. Oh, this is a big one, I think, is when the conversation dies down, you know, just naturally fizzles out, do they reinitiate with you? Yeah. And this is what I actually, for the guys listening, you could speak to this, baby. But I think for the woman, like, especially in the beginning, lean back and let him mainly do the reinitiating to those conversations. Yeah. That's and that's a say. great question. You know, and for men listening, I would just say having a mindset going into the situation and dating that we are expected to lead, that it's healthy to lead, it's healthy to reinitiate. That's totally cool. Now, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Let's say we've been talking for two weeks, right? And we you went on a virtual date. Yeah, we went on a virtual date. We talk... Mm, Almost every day. Okay. Is it, at one point, is it okay and cool for the woman to maybe initiate a conversation or two? Um, I would say the balance should be mainly the man in the very beginning until you get further along, okay. in my opinion. But, you know, this is not about a game. It's just a lot of times many women I see, including this was myself, had proving energy. So you want something so bad, so you're going to make it happen. You want this guy so I bad. I want this guy He's to like so me. Handsome. I'm really interested. I loved yeah. his profile. He's really cute. I love that date. So I want it to move forward. So I'm going to keep picking up the ball and keep it going. Yeah. But what ends up happening is like, first of all, energetically, they can feel that like you are the one coming towards them a lot. Mm -hmm. And that is just a subconscious turn off many times to men. Um, and it also is like not great in, on our end. It doesn't ever make the woman feel good when she's always initiating or mainly moving the ball forward. Even if it's getting what you want, which is the guy does respond. Yeah. Still in the end, it's not you want the man's at heart to be ignited and to be moving towards you. Yes. You will feel way better if that's the case. You don't want to be the pursuer. <laughs> when you're talking and dating as yes. a female. And men don't, men, I think men appreciate a uh, conversation starter or the conversation died down and you sent a picture or something funny, yeah. something thoughtful. But men don't want you to start 10 out of 10 conversations in a row. Like it's very clear that they're not interested at some point mm -hmm. and you're starting every single conversation. Like men, it is a, at least for me and the majority of the men I know, it is a turnoff to that point to be pursued. Like we want to be the ones initiating. We are built for that. And I do think that 
when it gets to the point where the conversation is just consistently being started by the female partner, uh, it, it just doesn't work. I think where it comes to the give and take is if in the beginning, I believe like I believe it should be like 55% the man, 45% the woman with some of this give and take. But in the beginning, I think there should be more on the man. I think there should be like, I don't know, let me give a percentage of 65 to 70% yeah. the man initiating and the other part is the woman initiating. I'm talking about if you're going to initiate that first text when a conversation dies Yeah, down. and I think men would totally agree with that. You know, what sticks out for men is when they've initiated 20 out of 20 conversations and yeah. it's completely on them and they're like a little frustrated. Yeah. But I think, you know, and those are the ones that stick out in our mind. Yes. But in reality, 70 30 is a great, I think that's yeah. a great. Because I, I definitely uh, did some of that, but I definitely weighed it to, to myself. I said definitely a m multiple times there. Yeah. But I mainly <laughs> weighed upon in my own heart and mind and body, just like, okay, am I actually trying to move the ball forward here? Or is he moving it forward a lot and I genuinely have something I wanted to share with him or say to him, then I will reach out. Exactly. But if I know my intention in sending that message is because I'm trying to move the ball forward or I'm afraid of losing him, then that's not a good reason for me to reach out. Exactly. And for the male perspective, I would just say, you know, we want to show that we can like them, that we want to lead them, but we're not... Like we don't want to chase. If it's yes. 20 for 20 and it's not mutual, that's not pursuing them. That's chasing them, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. So. That's good, baby. Thank you. We're going to wrap up this episode by just talking about a few more things yeah. on how to know they're interested. Yeah. I think another big one is this, babe, right? They they find time to see you even when it's not convenient. Oof. That's, that's a, a great one. And I think this is just probably the most important is if you are in your circle of community and your church and you see them popping up always with a smile, they're in your kind of conversations, you're serving at children's ministry, you're at the church potluck, you're at this worship night, and they just find a way to plant themselves in your vicinity, there's a very good chance that they do like you. Yeah. Okay. If you ha Let me put it this well, way. Well, that's more about getting in proximity, but I agree with that for yeah. sure. Well, I'll put it this way. If, if you have a hunch that they like you and they keep popping up and flashing you big smiles and they find a way to you know interact with you in your DMs or they're just in your circle consistently... There's like, chances are they do like you. Or they're interested. That happens a lot. Okay, this happens on the IG stories, right? You post the stories, they quick react or they say something. Yeah. If they're in there a lot, there's a good chance they like you. Now, when a guy does this consistently to a girl, I'm just like, dude, just make the move. I know. Like, bro, like, I know. All your smiley face in my DM does not tell me you want to go on a date with me. Just make it clear. Um, but, you know, this is, I'm just saying. So, <laughs> ladies, if you're getting those messages, okay, this is where you drop that hanky. Again, I would totally go out with and a same, guy same like Same for you. the men. Same for the men. But if you guys are both single and you guys are both consistently, like, reacting to each other's stories, liking them, commenting... Like, there's a very, very, very good chance that you guys are very interested in each other. Yeah. Or okay. just curious. Yeah. Okay. Now, similar part of this, actually, but when you are actually dating or going on dates, what I mean by this, they make time to see you even when it's not convenient. So even if their schedule is busy, this is my thing. Everyone is busy. And so if you have someone being like, I'm just so busy, I'm sorry, like... <sighs> They are not, it's chances are they just really are not that interested in you. And that's like, that is that's true. the truth. Because yeah. when I was dating JJ, when I did my dating challenge, I was in a very busy time. And 
I still made space for like hour and a half long dates. Yes. I did. Yep. And look and listen. And if you don't believe us, think about the last time you were super interested in somebody and they asked you on a date. Guess what? You made time. Yeah. Like you, you bet your bottom. Dude. You made time. Think right? of like the number one person that you would love to meet on this planet. One of those people for me is Brene Brown. Love the girl. If it if someone messaged me and they said tomorrow Brene Brown wants to have dinner with you, and I ha- happen to have the biggest schedule of like all sorts of things, guess what? <laughs> I am going to move things around and I'm going to cancel to have dinner with Brene Brown, yeah. right? The point of that being is we make time for the things that really are important to yeah, us. Yeah, it's so true. And so if, you're, if their excuse is they're just always busy, yeah. chances are they're just not emotionally available to date or they're just not that into you. Yeah, it is the, It is probably <laughs> the most popular way to avoidantly like let somebody down and kind of downplay like going out on a date. And if they're busy, that's a great excuse. They might be busy, but people make time for what's important. And if it was important for them to say yes and go on a date with you and blah, 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 they would do it. Okay. Yeah. Like we all do this. And so I would just say for guys, especially, you know, I hear a lot of funny stories about just being consistent as a friend in that life. And the girl might have even said no to a date. And then, you know, six months, a year later, all of a sudden, you know, she's interested. But I would say probably the common denominator there I've always heard is like, you might have romantic feelings for her still, but you are always supporting and present just as a friend. Yeah. Like, I think when you are friends with someone for alternative reasons and have that romantic interest, people feel it, they know it. <laughs> so just surrender those romantic feelings of somebody just wants to be friends. And then if it happens later, then great. But I think just moving forward with ulterior motives is it just never works. It just frequently leads to disappointment, awkward feelings and interactions. And you're just much better off just trying to be friends. That's right. The last, last thing um, about how do you know they're interested is, you know, their communication is pretty consistent with you. I think that's a good like this is, again, not in the beginning, not before, but maybe you go on a date or one or two dates like. And you're like, is this is this person still interested or are they kind of falling off the face of the planet? If their communication is consistent with you, that's a pretty good sign that they are and they're initiating like and they're cons- consistent with their communication. I think that's pretty a good sign that they're interested. 100 percent. You know, and I love this. We taught this in school dating last week. If they're playing the game like uh, or you're playing the game where it took you 12 hours to reply and they're going to say, well, naturally, I'm going to take 12 hours oh to God. reply. <laughs> I hate that we game. We totally no, no, are no. against that game. So if there's gaps in conversation and they just have no shame, they're responding because they're free and they're just like being consistent in that, they're definitely interested. Okay? Yeah. So It doesn't mean there's a difference between responding when you're available and responding because like you're so excited and you're more excited about <laughs> that than what you're currently doing, meaning you're at dinner with a girlfriend and the guy texts you and you're like, oh, hold on, I got to respond to this. Or you say, excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. But just so you can text him back. I'm like, girl, no, like you're not bit, bu- you're busy right then. Okay. You text him when you're available. But I mean, if you're genuinely not a busy and you're just like sitting at home watching love is blind and you're just like yeah. chilling Come on. you're not really that busy Come you're on. just chilling and right? that's a great indicator too if somebody's texted you and you are just taking your like sweet sweet time you're free and you're just deprioritizing consistently listen you're you're not interested okay so don't keep them around 
find a great way to have an honest, you know, way to just proceed and just say, I'd love to pursue just being friends. Yeah. Period. Now, you know, guys, this isn't all hard and fast, right? There's so much nuance in here, but I think the biggest thing is really if you don't know, just ask. The worst thing I see happen is you don't know if they're interested and and you like them and you just hang on for dear life and it forms a friendationship where you start having feelings and you just never know if they're interested and you just are waiting for them to make a move. That can be so harmful for your heart. Um, Or if they're just flirting and flirting, but you don't know their intentions. Again, we can do a whole separate episode on friendship. But whatever you do, just make sure you empower yourself to ask. If there is confusion, if you don't know where you stand with them, you need to have the hard, awkward conversation of asking. Yeah. You know, really, the (laughs) if we could summarize this episode in the one phrase, it's how to tell if they're interested. Well, find out. (laughs) Find out. Yeah. Because what's better? Uh, a friendationship that goes for four months, you guys go on a date finally, and then it just crumbles down and it's an awkward breakup of friendship. And then three months later, it's just awkward and you guys still don't really you know, know where you stand. Or at you know month one, you send out that feeler if they're interested or not. You find out that they are, you go on a couple great dates, it doesn't work out and you can still be friends. Or even worse, and that's exactly what we see, You know, the, ver- the worst that can happen so they just say no. Yeah. And they want to be friends. And now you can stop forming forming an emotional connection on your end, yeah. hoping that and trying to figure out if they like you back or not. You I, can stop daydreaming. Yeah. I did this all the you time. You can stop daydreaming. I mean, that is like worst yeah. case scenario for us in the church is just daydreaming, 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 expectation, expectation, emotional attachment. And then it just gets really messy. You're forming an emotional emotional attachment with someone you don't even know is interested in you. Yeah. And that can be very dangerous. And we've all done this, you know? It just and I would just ask you guys, when has that gone well? <laughs> when has that gone well? Yeah. It typically doesn't, you know, and it, it didn't go well for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Me so, neither. Okay. We love you guys. We love you. Thanks for listening today. We probably need to do an episode at some point on mixed signals because there's a whole thing in that too. Oh. <laughs> But anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Okay, wait, closing question. What? Who is the king or the queen of mixing those men or women? Oh, I think ladies are. Yeah, I think so too. I love my ladies, but we can be kind of confusing. I think so too, just because you guys actually send out more signals. We send out signals and we do often also expect the man to read our mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think, mm, but guys do it too. It's both. I mean, ladies, I love you. It's both both sides. We do it on both sides. Okay. We love you guys. Okay, guys. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful holidays. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. The Heart of Dating podcast is created by Kate Warman. It is a part of the Converge podcast network. Our incredible editor is the one and only Scott Caro. Our theme music was developed by the amazing Christian Ledoux. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, or if you've never written us a review or ranked us on iTunes, we'd encourage you to do so because it helps us so much to get this podcast into more people's ears. We launch our podcast each and every week on Wednesday, so we'll see you next week. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. 